0: Most of the Halloween costumes are based off of movie characters. I can think of Harry Potter, um, uh, that V for Vendetta dude, even the Scream costume. V for Vendetta. Yeah, that dude. Uh, uh-uh. I
1: don't know. Yeah, I'm sure that. if
0: you look it up, you'll see the guy with a mask oh, on. Oh, you'll oh, see the mask. Oh, ew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're looking up right now. I,
1: I it's funny. I think the mask is more well known than the movie. Maybe that's just me.
0: And Natalie Portman's in it. And oh, she's it, bald. Yeah, because they shave her. They shave her head. And anyway,
1: no, no, no. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we're doing a different movie.
0: <laughs> Welcome
1: everyone to Realistic Expectations. I'm Delaney, and I'm Michaela. And today, Michaela, what movie are we going over?
0: We are actually going to go over the film, Birds of Prey, the Harley Quinn film. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of like (laughs) Suicide Squad 2, but just focused on one character. So it's like a spinoff. There you go. Which is interesting (laughs) because Suicide Squad was such a flop. I know, (laughs) but everyone's so excited about Harley Quinn's character that they were like, hey, let's just make a movie about her. In the beginning, you know, it's obviously a
1: very feminist movie. Yeah, you you got the girl power, you got the girl squad. So I was wondering, you know, what elements they would bring into this movie. Watching the movie, I actually did see quite a few elements of, you know, feminist, feminist power, and that was pretty cool to see. I just, I'll go more into my reading with it after you, but I feel like it could have been executed a lot better. Um, Mm. And I, I just feel like it was more like, oh, feminism, yay. And then it just kind of, okay, now back to the plot. You know, back to Harley Quinn. So I, mm-hmm. I, it, I wouldn't necessarily call it a feminist movie, even though I feel like that's what they're kind of drawing at. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What are your thoughts on that?
0: I would say, yeah, it is very girl power movie. It's kind of like the underlying tone of the film. Mm-hmm. They don't focus on yeah. it with every single sentence they're saying. I actually kind of like it's more subtle. Yeah, and it is so subtle. it kind of subtly just creeps into your mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it's very like, okay, we need to work together. So from the trailer, you can gather that Harley Quinn mentions to the viewers that her and the Joker have recently broke up. So she's trying to venture on her own because she's not with the Joker anymore. And you see that there are a bunch of people after her because... She's wronged them in the past, and now the Joker isn't really there to protect her anymore. In the middle of the trailer, she's kind of saying that she's her own person now, and you guys shouldn't be afraid of the Joker. You guys should be afraid of her. Hmm. And we do- the thing is that with action movie trailers, sometimes we don't get a ton of the premise. Yeah. We just see a bunch of fighting, so you know it's going to be a-, a lot of action. Yeah. It's just a ton of clips all meshed into the trailer.
1: Which honestly, even throughout the story, I still was like, where's the premise here? When they did start to do more of the plot building, like, this is the, this is the problem. This is what solution we're trying to work to. When they did try to discuss that in the movie, that's exactly what it was, was a discussion. And it was one of the more boring parts of the movie where honestly you blink and maybe you take a snooze real quick and you're like, oh, action. And you're like, wait, what's happening?
0: Yeah, exactly. Like it's funny too, because with the performances, like you said, they do actually lay it out for you. Like they're like, Mm -hmm. okay, so here's the problem. Yeah. Harley Quinn is narrating the entire thing, Yes. but the way that they do it is so choppy that I was like, oh wait, wait. Wait, it's not very, it doesn't flow as well. Yes. Long. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like complaining a lot, but it was mm-hmm. a bit choppy. Mm-hmm.
1: With me being picky, this is this mm-hmm. is the movie I am going to be picky about. So with that premise said, I'll let listeners know, hey, do we recommend this or not? I do not recommend this movie. It's, I mean, it's, it was entertaining. I don't regret watching it. Well, maybe a little bit, but just left a little, little something lacking for me. But if you truly enjoy DC and action, this this film will give you action that even I was a little squirmy about. And some scenes are actually, like, this is not a child-friendly movie. Not at all. I feel like every scene I was like, oh, not family. Oh, that's even worse. So yeah, that, that's that's what I will say before we go into spoiler territory.
0: I would say, I actually would recommend this movie. Oh. Yeah. This is one of the much better DC films in the recent years you see the Man of Steel movies like they're not terrible or anything yeah but they could be so much better and yeah. so you weren't expecting a lot from this movie I wasn't expecting a ton I was excited though because um, I haven't seen the Suicide Squad movie oh. but um, I did hear that like yeah it was fine but that's all it was it was fine Harley Quinn
1: was the only redeeming Quality, even if I thought of possibly recasting, could not even think of who possibly could be recasted as Harley Quinn other than Margot Robbie. Like, she, I actually felt that's why people loved her from Suicide Squad, and it just created such a great opening for her to be featured in her own movie.
0: Yeah, well, I would recommend this film um, a lot because I did love the performances and the direction of the film. Mm. And I thought that the script could have been a bit better. Mm -hmm. I did like some of the points though in the script. Like Mm -hmm. I love relatable humor. I don't know if you know that about me. (laughs) I do. We'll get more into it later. Yeah, I can't wait to hear. There are some parts in the script where they mention things. I'm like, oh, thank you. Finally, someone (laughs) said it. (laughs) But if you guys are ever looking for a girl power film, this is definitely a girl power film. So I would recommend, it's not like on my highest for movies to recommend, but Mm. uh, I would probably watch it again. Wow, that's pretty good.
1: I'm interested in hearing your rating at the ending. All right, should we go into spoiler
0: territory? Yeah, let's do it. Yay! It opens up with an animation. Which I actually can see that since it's a Harley Quinn film. And Mm -hmm. I figure if they were going to use animation for any action film, it'd probably be this one. Mm -hmm. This is actually set four years after the events of The Suicide Squad. We hear Harley Quinn narrating and it's starting with animation. And she's like, okay, let's start from the beginning. And we see a cartoon sperm about to enter the egg and she's like okay let's not start that far at the beginning and totally and
1: you do her voice really well by the way
0: do i i, feel yeah. like, I felt like i was totally butchering it <laughs> we get a bit on harley quinn's backstory so we know that she yeah. was passed around like foster home to foster home but eventually she went to college she got her phd and she became a clinical psychologist and that's how she met the Joker. And that's how she fell in love with the Joker. And then they became literally partners in crime. So Mm -hmm. when you're like, hey, you're my partner in crime, uh, that is taken to a whole nother level. (laughs) It is very literal. It is very literal. Anyway, (laughs) we kind of see a bit of animation of their time together. And we figure out, as she's narrating, that the Joker and Harley Quinn broke up. Mm -hmm. And she even says, Behind every successful man is a badass broad. And I mm-hmm. did put that in my notes because I love that so much. But we found out that the Joker and her broke up. She's all into the whole like, oh, I just had a breakup. Now I have to be a new person. <laughs> Which if anybody's been through a breakup, that is definitely a thing. Yeah, I feel like she things. was
1: very much like being relatable. I think at one point she was eating cheese Whiz from the can, you know, yeah. just like crying, you know, just needing her me time.
0: Yeah, and then she took on new activities. Now she's a roller derby chick. Oh, yeah. (laughs) She's in roller derby. I really, like, wrote down the movie Whip It in my notes. And if anyone (laughs) hasn't seen that, that movie's awesome. And
1: it's cool, actually, to see. I feel like another aspect of girl power. You really see
0: women as powerful and aggressive, even. We see Harley Quinn go to a club, and she... Introduces us as viewers to Mm -hmm. Roman. He is known in the comics as Black Mask. He is actually a crime lord in Gotham. And he owns the club that she's at. You see her getting wasted, Mm -hmm. taking like six shots in 10 seconds and I'm like oh my gosh she's gonna get sick and what do you know she actually gets sick what is with movies always showing people getting sick yeah I knew she would anyway she's on the dumps Harley Quinn is trying to be a new person obviously Mm -hmm. and then she hears her friends talking about her behind her back Mm -hmm. and they're saying she ain't gonna be able to stand on her own like with the breakup she won't be Mm -hmm. able to be her own person Mm -hmm. and so she of course is thinking this is time to prove that I'm like my own person which I actually
1: really like this scene because when she hears people gossiping you can see her get like a little emotional and I thought that was really cool to see even if you're a Harley Quinn badass Harley Quinn if you hear people gossiping about you it still hurts This made me cringe so much where she's kind of partying. Then a guy looks at her. He's like, has his legs propped on the table. He's like, Hey, you know, like sit the fuck down. Like his words, exactly. Mm -hmm. He's kind of aggressive. And she's like, what did you say? He's like, sit your butt down. You know, I don't want to see this. No one cares. And she's like, okay. And then she literally jumps and lands her heels on his tibia which is right below his femur so leg crushed basically near his knees so you yeah. already know like oh my gosh his legs were inverted bone i'm sure was sticking out and he's like oh you broke my legs and it, it was a whole scene and i was mm-hmm. like that was a little much for me like even then because i i feel like i feel these scenes pretty easily and during that i was like oh my legs
0: you know like yeah. ouch that like we got a whole visual of there was her a crunch. The there um, was yep. So and actually that person was uh, Romy's driver. Mm-hmm. So which Roman made, Sionis,
1: who's the bad guy of this film, yeah. is played by Ewan McGregor. Yes. which really surprised me. So it was really fun to see him in this role.
0: So because she heard her friends saying that she wouldn't be able to stand on her own, she felt like she needed to prove it. For this scene, she, see, she sees a semi in the alleyway, mm-hmm. and she decides that she's going to steal the truck, and she is driving to the, that chemical plant that her, Chemical plant? Yeah, that her and the Joker- Became official. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's where it would be. <laughs> and she rams the semi truck past the gates and into the chemical plant, and it blows up the chemical plant. Mm-hmm. and she does that whole cool like where she's walking away while everything's exploding behind yeah. her I guess it was somewhat a sense of closure for her hey I'm done with this relationship and now everybody knows that her and the Joker have broken up
1: I, I thought that was a such a cool scene because this, this was movie cool. is very colorful it's I think a huge aspect of it like she has such a colorful personality you know and she may have even multiple personalities you know where it, it maybe is represented by color. Like throughout this whole movie, that's all you see is Mm -hmm. these special scenes where it's just bursting with color.
0: In the midst of all of this, viewers also get to meet Detective Renee Montoya and she is played by Rosie Perez and Renee Montoya is investigating a hit when the plant blows up. She's investigating that this one man was killed with a arrow shot in his neck Mm -hmm. we're pretty much noting that as viewers and as that happens they hear a huge explosion they run outside and that's when they realize that the plant has blown up and so Montoya is saying oh um Harley and the Joker broke up and she's like this is the official moment right here because Mm -hmm. that chemical plant just blew up
1: anyway Mm -hmm. I love it how she's like this is basically her version of a Facebook update
0: you know relationship yeah. <laughs> update
1: i love that i was like oh and she also noted that hey it's open season now on harley quinn a lot of people want her dead and yeah. without joker protecting her giving her immunity she can no longer do whatever she wants without people actually wanting to chase her down
0: we cut to Romy, and apparently he is the number one person Who really wants Harley Quinn dead? Mm -hmm. We don't know an exact reason why, because Harley Quinn is narrating. She just says, "Yeah, there's a lot of reasons why uh, Romy would want me dead," and we see we see her like listing a ton of reasons, but they're doing it so fast that you Mm -hmm. can't get everything. One of them is breaking his driver's legs. I was like, "Okay, we just saw that." Yeah, and that's that. That was one thing that made me like
1: was kind of a not a negative, but was kind of a bummer to me, just because I really like seeing how these ties intersect. It didn't really make a lot of sense to me, and I wish that the plot maybe kind of unsheathed that a little bit for us. Mm -hmm. So we're like, oh, now we get it. Because, you know, there's a lot of people that she wronged, and we clearly see why. Maybe she killed someone's brother, or maybe she convinced the Joker to tattoo their face. But with Roman, I couldn't see that. It didn't really make me that invested. So that, yeah. that was a that was one negative like you said she makes it clear that there was a lot of dumb little things she could have done to piss him off so hey there you go
0: well we also get like when we cut to the scene with Romy, like mm-hmm. we see that wow we really don't want him to get harley quinn because he's literally having people's faces gouged oh
1: my, oh as my he's gosh
0: torturing and killing people who what? have apparently robbed him and we're just like oh god this is disgusting <laughs>
1: That, I totally, like, didn't realize in the moment
0: what was happening.
1: You know, I thought he was just like, or er, because uh, Roman has a sidekick, Saz, who is, oh, he's a force to be reckoned with, too.
0: Yeah, he is, like, Roman's best friend sidekick. Uh, he's not just, like, some helpful partner. No, yeah. like, these two are there for each other.
1: They're, they're there, and they're both crazy, <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, my God, they're insane. It's really freaking me out. Yeah,
1: yeah for sure. <laughs> Definitely a gruesome scene. Again, not family friendly, Uh-oh. but oh,
0: uh, that was yeah. intense. Yeah, and he was going to let one girl go, but then he saw that she had a snot bubble because she was crying so much. He's like, "Ah, eh, no, let's kill her. <laughs> so
1: I actually laughed at that. I thought that was really, I don't know. It's clever. I feel like that balance was really needed, that comical relief. Because I, yeah, the I you're like, oh my that.
0: gosh. Yeah. Oh, I, th- I actually
1: <laughs> thought that was really funny.
0: After we see the scene with Roman and we're realizing, oh God, we really don't want Harley Quinn to be caught by this guy and tortured by him because he's yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah. You see Harley Quinn is just minding her own business and getting an egg sandwich and is like playing really sexy music as she is about to eat this <laughs> sandwich because she's so excited for it. And I have, in my notes, I hate egg sandwiches. <laughs> I hate the-
1: <laughs> You're like, I don't relate to this scene.
0: I do not whatsoever. <laughs> if anybody knows me, they know that I do not like egg sandwiches. That's probably just me, but brought some pointers down for me, but <laughs> let that slide.
1: I don't know. This scene was kind of a, mm, for me, because there was a lot of screen time for this egg sandwich. And I get it, They were probably trying to be like funny about it or have her be relatable. You know, girls got to eat but i don't know this is another scene where i wrote my notes like there's a lot of screen time just for this egg sandwich you know and like
0: we get it we, we get, get it. it okay i do not need to see this egg sandwich anymore please. yeah and,
1: and we even know about sal the guy making the egg sandwich i'm like yeah i see sal again nope never Congrats, sal again
0: sal. so as she's about to eat this egg sandwich she gets um, interrupted because remember her immunity is essentially gone mm-hmm. so a lot of people are looking forward to pretty much killing her so mm-hmm. there ends up being a huge chase scene in the streets of gotham because a uh, few people not just one person but a few people are trying to kill her and well, well, and she, then
1: there's a cop trying to capture her
0: right so that's renee montoya who's trying to capture her because she's like hey She's not with the Joker anymore. Maybe I can get her talking on some of these crimes. Harley Quinn gets away. Obviously, there's going to be a lot more action to it. And I do love a lot of the action in this film. I I do have to say it was my, like,
1: least favorite scene. It's the first chase scene, you know? Like, we we haven't seen a lot of fighting yet. We haven't seen a lot of action except for legs and faces being pulled. But this is, like, the big chase scene. And ultimately, it was just her running around with one shoe on her foot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which was a little impressive. Basically a scene to introduce us to more people after her that we get mm-hmm. to see for one time and that's it. I don't know. Yeah. I like Chase scenes could have easily been cool or maybe she could have done some cool tricks. She's Harley Quinn. She's probably learned a lot. I feel like in Suicide Squad you get to see her doing these like pretty cool tricks and almost like aerial tricks too. Watching the scene, I was like, Oh, I can't wait to see this. Not you the know. most exciting. It was not the most exciting, you know. Okay
0: so she gets away from a few of the guys chasing after her and also the detectives but then one guy catches her and he also has past grievances with her he had like an iron pipe in his hand maybe um he was about to beat her and then he gets shot with an arrow Mm -hmm. and so harley quinn turns and she sees that this person on a motorcycle just shot the guy that was about to beat harley quinn -hmm. And as viewers, you make that connection in your head. Oh, this must be the person who also shot that one guy with a bow and arrow that the detective was just investigating. Harley Quinn gets cornered by a bunch of other guys who are all working together. I can't remember what she says. She says, like, parlay or something. She does say parlay. Was it parlay? Yeah. Oh, I was completely (laughs) guessing. I was like, that's probably not it. She, like, waves like a handkerchief or something. She's yeah. like, Carly! Because to yeah. realize, okay, there's no game around these guys. I know. This was such a
1: weird scene because my head, oh, she's captured. But then somehow switch from that to Renee. She's walking through the precinct. This is where we'll finally know what the biggest aspect of the plot will be. So she gets pulled in to speak to the captain. And she's accompanied by the assistant DA, which the assistant DA in this is mm-hmm. played by Ali Wong. And I thought know. that was so cool seeing her there. It's a very small support role that she plays. but I feel like this movie had so many surprises with the actors, Ali Wong and Ewan McGregor. I feel like those were happy surprises for me.
0: While Renee Montoya is in the office with the captain and the DA, we mm-hmm. see that she had to change her shirt because she smelled like garbage. And the shirt that she got from Lost and Found <laughs> says, I shaved my balls for this. <laughs> I was laughing so hard because she was trying to have a serious conversation with the detective while she's wearing that shirt. <laughs> and also, I noticed that she was the only female detective in the precinct oh interesting yeah there was only all guys
1: there oh my gosh i did not notice that
0: i'm like look at this girl trying to hold it on her own wow. yeah
1: and she is she does have a very strong presence too so i like that about her
0: we finally get to talking about what the major conflict in this film deals with so we find out that years ago this Bertinelli crime family this crime family of gotham like the richest like most famous crime family by the way you guys we find out that years ago they were all massacred they were all killed the reason why that they were all killed was essentially for this diamond that they owned so if you
1: put a like a microscope to the diamond the there's etchings within the diamond that basically has like i think it's like bank codes right
0: Yeah, it's like codes Information
1: regarding where you can find the family wealth.
0: Like their whole fortune. We find out, though, that this diamond is lost. So this whole family was massacred, but no one knows where the diamond is because it's been lost. We realize that Roman wants it because he wants to become the most powerful guy in Gotham, and he also wants it for all the crime connections. Because Mm -hmm. if he has it and he becomes the most powerful guy- then with it, you have even more crime connections. So Mm -hmm. he's on the search for it. He's having all of his guys, all of his henchmen, if you will.
1: Which makes Um, sense because I think they even noted that Roman wants all money and connections to be able to bribe every judge and cop. He really would be untouchable if he were to
0: get access to this diamond. So as they're discussing this, though, we get interrupted by Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Who shows up at the priestly and she has this like paintball gun kind of thing, but
1: except it literally just shoots like confetti and paint, and it's
0: yeah, it's color a, bomb a dust. Nature, like yeah, it's literally just shooting out fireworks, and like <laughs> when you go on those color runs, and you have a bunch of color like chalk yeah. thrown at you, yeah, it's chalk. That.
1: Which is, the, I thought this was a really cool scene too. It was again all the color. She's kind of walking in there basically owning everybody
0: so as viewers you're kind of like what is she even doing there I thought she got cornered by a bunch of people that was my question
1: I saw her I was like how did she escape did I miss something did I doze off and I missed something I couldn't believe it
0: this is where Delaney and I were talking about before how it's a bit choppy and how you have to try to keep up with what's actually happening and the movie does its best to kind of help explain it for you but again it doesn't flow as nicely as and, one would hope and they
1: know that because even harley at the end of the scene oh wait i need to rewind all the way back to the black
0: mask club and we're yes. like
1: what goodness gracious this movie keeps you on your toes for sure
0: after she's blown everybody up with a bunch of like the her grenade launcher she eventually says where can i find cassandra Kane? And we're all thinking, who the heck is Cassandra Kane? Because we have no idea who this person is yet. Mm-hmm. Then it shows, okay, I need to rewind to the viewers. And so we're back at the Black Mass Club. And mm-hmm. remember, that's the club that she was originally at in the beginning of this film. And she got like mm-hmm. super drunk, as I said, and she broke that one guy's <laughs> legs. Um, so we're back at that club. And this is a week ago from the events at the precinct. We're introduced to is her name Dina? Yeah, Dina Lance, Black Canary. I just keep calling her Lance, honestly. (laughs) Um, I think they reference her as Lance, too. Okay, perfect. So we meet Dina Lance, who works at the Black Mess Club, and she also works for Roman, Mm -hmm. and she works as a singer for the club. In the midst of what's going on at the club, after Harley is super drunk, we hear Romy and he's saying that he located the diamond. So apparently, uh, Romy has the diamond or Mm -hmm. he like knows where it is. Mm -hmm. And he's saying to this one guy that he's talking to that we're going to make our own family. Like we're going to make our own important family. Like how you have those crime families. Keep the connections of the rich and powerful. Yeah, and he's like, we're going to own this city. While he's having that whole conversation with the person that he's talking to, we see that Harley is super drunk and she's talking to Dina Lance. And she's saying that people like us, and she's referencing her and Dina, we serve and we are nothing without our masters. And she's Mm -hmm. saying that how I'm nothing without the Joker and Dina's Mm -hmm. nothing without Romy. Mm-hmm. so you see the drunk tears coming out yeah. of harley quinn oh my gosh these two are pretty much bonding over their lonesome i <laughs> so really bad. liked
1: the scene i just there was you know obviously hints of feminism here you have dina lance also called black canary the song that she opens up to is it's a man's world oh, and oh yes and then you just hear her singing like it's a man's world But it would be nothing without a woman or a girl Mm -hmm. and it's just really cool to hear her singing that because i feel like it could be easily in the background but again this movie has hints of feminism and then you see harley writing a list of jobs on a business card and on it you see dog walker you see mercenary you also see hit and so it's usually hit man but she puts in parentheses hit woman I I really like the scene, though, with Black Canary and Harley just talking and kind of realizing that no one, you know, cares who they are behind or beyond who they serve.
0: I will have to say this movie i loved the soundtrack like yeah a lot of the songs that are originally performed by men like it's a man's 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 world like which is the actual title of it like three mans in there uh, really yeah it's by uh james brown uh, a lot of the songs on the soundtrack are originally sung by men but instead we have females covering the song so after they have their little discussion, we see Harley Quinn in an alley, and this one guy is trying to lure, lure her into yeah. a car, mm-hmm. and Dina Lance is seeing this, and she's about to drive off, but then we see her saving Harley by, because Harley's really drunk, she can't do anything herself right now. Yeah, and he's
1: like trying to force her into like a creepy van.
0: Yeah, he's and much passed out. Yeah. I'm like, no. As soon as I saw that, I was like, no, 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 girl, save her, save yeah. her, save her, like, please. Yes. But and I-, I think
1: that's such a good, I feel like it's just that, you know, girl code, even guy code. If you see somebody who's obviously not being coherent and being dragged into these situations that obviously they don't wake up and be in, kind of being that person there to save them. It took a lot of effort on Black Canary's part because she ended up having to do a fight scene, but yeah. it- it's just looking out for one another she did beat a few guys butts which was really awesome to watch yeah I I liked this fight scene. There wasn't fancy tools. It wasn't a lot of flashy color. It was just
0: her literally beating two guys up in an alley. It was really... I liked that. And I loved how she smashed that guy's head through a window. That was awesome. We realized that Romy is actually watching Lance Mm -hmm. beat up these guys. And as he's watching, he gets an idea. He's going to have Lance be his new driver Mm -hmm. since Harley Quinn broke his other guy's legs. Mm -hmm. Yep. So... Harley can be the one to thank for that. Um, mm-hmm. So we see Lance going home to where she, wherever she lives, and we see that she lives with this one kid who is in like the foster system, and we see that her name is Cassandra Kane. So we now know who Cassandra Kane is, mm-hmm. and she is this young like gosh, she's like twelve, I would say. Yes. She's like this young kid. And she's also a pickpocket. So Mm -hmm. she is really good at stealing things. So Mm -hmm. you see this whole sequence of her just stealing people's money, stealing food, just random junk. You see her whole process of Mm -hmm. being a pickpocket. Detective Renee Montoya, we see that she shows up at Lance's building to talk to her because she wants to try to get into what's going on with Roman. So she tries to get information about Romy and the diamond from Lance. Lance rejects it, but Renee says, hey, if you ever want to talk to me, here's my card. So if she ever needs to talk to Detective Montoya, she can. Now we know that there's that connection between the two of them. Romy finds out that the Joker and Harley Quinn have broken up. So he wants to get to Harley Quinn because now she has no immunity. As we get that information as viewers, we see that Romy's sidekick has the diamond, and that's Victor Saz. Is that his name? Saz. Saz. Mm-hmm. I don't want to butcher it, you know? Yeah. Romy entrusted uh, Zaz to hold on to the diamond, as they're pretty much just transporting it to another place. Mm-hmm. So as he's holding on to it, we see Cassandra Kane, who's that pickpocket kid. Mm-hmm. We see her walking past Saz and we see her steal the diamond of course she doesn't know what she took she just knows that she took something we see then cassandra she's walks like 10 feet ahead and we see that she gets arrested because a lot of people have called in about her stealing things and as she's getting arrested that's when saz realizes that she just stole the diamond mm-hmm.
1: when she's in the police car you can tell like you know she's looking through her stuff she's like oh shit like i'm caught you know now I need to hide some of this stuff she conveniently has a cast on but she's hiding some stuff in there and then she takes out the diamond and she's like surprised by it she's like oh wow and she doesn't know what to do and so she decides to swallow it and diamond's pretty big like there's no water or anything she just literally straight up swallows it
0: so they have to tell Romy that they Mm. lost the diamond Mm -hmm. of course he is pissed off And he says, let's kill Harley Quinn to blow off some steam since I just lost the diamond and I'm so pissed off. And Lance hears this and she's a bit worried. That is when we finally catch up and we see how Harley got cornered by all those guys. Those guys work for Romy. That's how we see that she's like parlay and then she is brought to Romy. Mm -hmm. So... As they're about to kill her, she had before she overheard them talking about the diamond. Mm -hmm. So Harley's like, Wait, 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 wait. You can use me to get the diamond. I can help you actually locate this diamond. Because, of course, she just doesn't want them to kill her and slice off her face, as he has done to many other people, apparently. Mm -hmm. Romy is deciding, Hey, we're going to actually try to locate this diamond. And we already know who has it because Saz realized that Cassandra Kane. Uh, Mm -hmm. just took the diamond and she got arrested Mm -hmm. so we see a clip of lance calling renee montoya the detective Mm -hmm. who just had a whole conversation with her captain so we're back at the precinct yeah and she's calling to warn renee that Mm -hmm. cassandra Kane is having a reward on her head pretty Mm -hmm. much because Romy wants her dead and that is when we see Harley Quinn break into the precinct because she's trying to locate Cassandra.
1: Yes. So now we're finally caught up to speed.
0: I'm telling you, you guys, it was like we're, as viewers, we're like, okay, so now we're all cut up, right? We're not yeah. missing anything else.
1: Right? And that, the, the, now that we're doing this podcast, as I was watching this, I was like, oh, this is going to be really fun for Mikhail to recap. <laughs>
0: And you know it's all me. Like, I'm doing most of the recapping, so I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm writing as much as I can. And at the same time, I know I'm missing stuff, but you can only write so much.
1: We'll give you the puzzle pieces you
0: put the puzzle together. So Harley Quinn, remember, she was beating up a bunch of people with that grenade launcher. Mm -hmm. And then you see her get into the precinct control room for all the cells and the whole system. Mm -hmm. She was trying to locate where Cassandra is, Mm -hmm. but she... Accidentally lets all of the prisoners out, yeah. of themselves. and she ends
1: up like having the sprinkler system going too.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> you get this whole water fight scene that was yeah. actually pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but it reminded and, me of Step Up. It's so you know, weird. Where I'm like <laughs> Step Up to the streets. Yeah, Step Up to the streets. <laughs> Taken to the streets, man. Yeah,
1: totally though, with like the water and the flips and tricks. I was like, oh yeah. yeah.
0: And I'm like, oh my gosh, so much water damage in this building. (laughs) Anyway. That also was a cool scene. We're getting this huge fight scene Mm -hmm. that is dealing not with just police officers, but also all these prisoners because they all just got let out accidentally by Harley Quinn. Mm -hmm. But they all have animosity towards her there's a huge fight scene also in the evidence room and you see like drugs oh my god you see that she (laughs) hides behind all these bags of cocaine and they're shooting up the cocaine so you see cocaine flying up into the air and you see her get this idea she's like hmm and she sniffs it out of the air and she's like here we go Starts beating the shit out of some people and you
1: have black betty the soundtrack in the background and yes! i was like
0: yes
1: that's exactly why i was like man this soundtrack is awesome yeah. and again these fight scenes more legs breaking but also she has her bat too and i'm like yes, yes. og
0: harley quinn you know with that was the bat. Really awesome. yeah i didn't even see suicide squad and as soon as she got the bat because i remember seeing how that was part of her character, like mm-hmm. her whole ensemble. Mm-hmm. And when she grabbed the bat out of the evidence room, I was like, oh hell yeah, this is that awesome. was cool. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Cause that's her original weapon of choice via mm-hmm. uh, Suicide Squad. So mm-hmm. <laughs> we also learned that a lot of other people are also fighting Harley Quinn because they're also trying to break in to get Cassandra Kane because they also want the reward out for her. And by the way, Cassandra Kane, she has a half a million dollar reward on her head mm-hmm. because obviously Romy wants to get the diamond back from Cassandra Kane. Even though he let Harley Quinn go, he allowed a bunch of other henchmen to try to go after. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. He allowed a bunch of other guys to try to go after and find Cassandra Kane because he was like, you know what? If Harley Quinn doesn't get to her, before my guys, then I can still kill her. Yeah. So. Like, let's make things more
1: interesting.
0: Yeah. So we see Harley Quinn uh, gets away with Cassandra Kane and she steals a car out of the evidence room. So that's how they get away. As they're driving off, she's like, get me the diamond. I need the diamond. And Cassandra eventually is like, I can't give it to you. And mm-hmm. Harley's asking, why not? And <laughs> so Cassandra, you don't see her explain really what happened, but Mm -hmm. you see, like, the next clip is them at the grocery store, and Harley Quinn's buying laxatives (laughs) for Patrick (laughs) Payne. Then we see Cassandra and Harley Quinn go back to where Harley Quinn is staying. She's staying above this uh, little mini restaurant, and The only person who knows where Harley Quinn is staying is Doc. So Doc is the guy who owns the little mini restaurant. Harley Quinn is talking to Doc before she goes up to her apartment. And she's like, Doc is the greatest saying that Doc and her have like a really nice relationship. And he's the only person who knows where Harley Quinn lives because she is staying above the restaurant Mm -hmm. he owns. So we see Cassandra come up to Harley Quinn's little apartment, and they're kind of bonding. They have TV playing with cartoons while they're eating cereal. And Cassandra also tells Harley Quinn a little bit before that she wants to be just like Harley Quinn because Mm. she's made a name for herself in crime. And that's kind of what Cassandra really wants. So as they're just eating cereal and bonding, we finally get, like, clips over who the person with the crossbow is the one who was shooting mm-hmm. arrows and killing people that's what mm-hmm. it was and we find out that this person is an assassin the thing is that we find out that this person is actually the daughter of the richest don in gotham and that person was the daughter of the Bertinelli's who was the family that was massacred, as was discussed, like, years before, who owned the diamond. So we find out that she actually survived the massacre when she was Mm -hmm. younger. And she was, like, 12, I would say, when she was part of this. And, like, she was in the room and everything when her family was killed. But she survived, she escaped, and she has been raised by assassins. So Mm -hmm. she has become an assassin herself. She has been taking it upon herself to have revenge against the people who have killed her family. Yes. And she calls herself Huntress. Other people call her the crossbow killer, but she's like, no, I'm not the crossbow killer. I'm the Huntress. Yeah. Anyway. she's very sensitive. We're like finally able to make that connection with who that character is. See, so yeah, again, I'm telling you, it's like a little bit choppy. Mm. We go back to Lance and Romy and we see that he is at his Black Mask club. It just shows another level of how evil this guy is. He sees a group of people laughing, particularly this one girl, like mm-hmm. this one young woman. Mm-hmm. And he is convinced. He's like, Were you laughing at me? And she's thinking, Oh, Romy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Calm down. You shouldn't call so- him Romy,
1: by the way. I, I keep I'm- calling him Romy
0: because that's exactly what Harley Quinn <laughs> calls yeah. her, but and
1: Even Harley Quinn says he doesn't like the name Romy.
0: Well, I don't like him, so I'm calling him that. I'm- <laughs> But he has her stand on the table of where she was sitting, stand on top of it, and he has her, like, strip her dress off. And she's crying. It's so humiliating.
1: Worst part of it for me was, like, he wanted her to, like, start dancing, and then he was, like, take your dress off. And she was so slow that he, like, ordered, I don't know, her boyfriend or her significant other cut the dress off like literally with a knife it was so demoralizing
0: it was so humiliating mm-hmm. and lance is having a really hard time watching it she's kind of seeing Romy for who he is totally even though she credits him for getting her off the streets, he's not a good person at all.
1: Yeah, she you could see she's really unnerved during this scene.
0: Exactly. We cut to Detective Montoya, and we see that she gets suspended from her job. So she gets suspended. That means that she has to return her badge and her gun. We cut to Harley Quinn and Cassandra, mm-hmm. and... We see that people have found out where Harley Quinn lives. Then someone sets her whole apartment on fire Mm -hmm. and she's freaking out. So we didn't mention this before, but she has a hyena as a pet (laughs) named Bruce. Thankfully they make it out, but she runs out in the street and she sees Doc and she's like, Doc, Doc, I can't find Bruce. And Doc is loading up his car and Mm -hmm. that's how we realized that Doc actually sold her out for money doc knows everything about gotham like he knows everything that goes on in gotham Mm -hmm. so they offered him large sums of money to tell them where harley quinn lives and he took it and now he's gonna start the even bigger restaurant and so (laughs) you see that harley quinn is obviously broken she's like about to cry because she felt like the one person who actually cared about her like the traitor Mm -hmm. that gets Harley Quinn back to her senses. And she's like, you're right. It's just business. So she's realizing I can't get close to Cassandra Kane. He's like, this is just business. And mm. I was, I'm supposed to deliver her to Romy. Mm-hmm. So we see her calling somebody and she says, I've got the kid. Mm-hmm. And she's talking about Cassandra, but she's like, if I give her up though, I want everyone to stop trying to kill me. So call it off. like Immunity. Yeah, I will need my immunity if I give Cassandra to you. Mm. We cut back to Lance. (laughs) I'm telling you, like, we're just going back and forth, back and forth, you guys. Uh, We see that Lance is really understanding how dangerous Romy is. And so she decides that she's going to call Detective Montoya. And she warns Montoya that Romy is about to get the kid. She's telling Montoya that Romy's about to get the kid and as well as the diamond. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we don't want that to happen. Mm-hmm. The thing is that as they're driving to the location to get the kid, that's when we see a reply text from Montoya saying, I'll meet you there. Mm-hmm. And Zaz seizes, sees it. Oh my God, I hate his name. I'm really hating this. Because <laughs> <I can laughs> very... literally,
1: like Z S A S Z. So it's like it... Is it Zaz or, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right.
0: Zazzy, for God's sake. Zazie, you call Romy, Romy. Yeah, I did call <laughs> Romy, Romy. Good, good point. I call Roman, Romy. No, I'm just gonna call him Zazzy, for God's Perfect. sake. Perfect. Zazzy sees <laughs> the reply text saying, I'll meet you there. So he is like, oh shit, Lance betrayed Romy. Yes. He's like, I need to make a pit stop. And he calls Romy and mm-hmm. tells him that, hey, Lance has betrayed you. And... Mm-hmm. Now Romy is pissed off. (laughs) He's like, don't do anything yet. I'll meet you there. Mm -hmm. So we see Harley Quinn and Cassandra show up at this abandoned circus place. My God, it is like your worst nightmare (laughs) ever. It's dark and it's just all these fucking clowns everywhere. It's creeping me out, you guys. Um, (laughs) I did not like that. Um, it's a fun house. It's fun. not fun. It is not fun. It is your worst nightmare. <laughs> so we see that Harley Quinn puts Cassandra in a bathroom. She duct tapes and chains her to a toilet because she knows that she can get out of situations since she's such a good pickpocket. Totally. But she literally straps her to a toilet because she knows that the laxatives haven't kicked in yet. <laughs> and she still has to get the fucking diamond out of her. Yeah poor Cassandra. Oh my God. We see that Montoya comes in because she's ready to rescue Cassandra. That's where like a girl fight insinuates. But the thing is that Montoya is like a little bit drunk. So she's not doing her best. Even uh, Harley Quinn made a like mention of it. She's like, are you drunk? Because she's not on her A game at all. (laughs) And so that's when Harley Quinn eventually kicks her through a window. So she falls. And then we see that Harley Quinn gets a dart in the neck Mm -hmm. and it's a Mm tranquilizer. We realize that Zazie and Lance are there and so they're obviously to get Cassandra Mm -hmm. and as Lance is trying to get all the freaking duct tape off of Cassandra, (laughs) that's when Zazie puts a gun to Lance's head Mm -hmm. and is holding her at gunpoint and threatening Lance, saying that he saw the text and he knows that She has betrayed them. And Lance, of course, when someone's pointing a gun at your head, is like, what are you talking about? I don't know anything. And he says to her, okay, well, if you're really one of us, then you're going to get the diamond out of Cassandra. And she's like, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm just waiting. But then he's like, no, you need to cut it out of her. Like, prove that you're not a rat. Cut it out of her. That's when the Huntress comes out of nowhere And she kills Zazie with her crossbow. Mm -hmm. So now Zazie is dead. Then Montoya, I don't know how she survived. Maybe it wasn't that far of a fall. I don't even know. You see her climbing back (laughs) through the window. (laughs) And she's like, pretty much like, I'm back, you guys. Like, I bet you didn't see that coming. So... Because we got the four women now in the room, we got Harley Quinn, we got Dina Lance, we got the Huntress, and now we got Detective Montoya, and they're having a standoff. So they're all pointing guns at each other. Mm. Well, Harley Quinn's trying her best because she's still in the tranquilized, like, effects of her body. <laughs> <laughs> and then Not the
1: Huntress-
0: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And then the Huntress is like, okay, I'm out of this. She was only there to kill Zazie. And that's when yeah. we realized that Zazie was her last person to kill on her kill list. Mm-hmm. Because he was the last person on the kill list who was involved in murdering her family. Yes. So literally the Huntress like finished her job. And she's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, I'm gonna leave now, you guys. But Romy has shown up with a huge like army of henchmen or whatever like like guys mass
1: criminals
0: yeah yeah, yeah. So- and he's
1: also doning his ritualistic mask to yeah.
0: the black yeah. mask
1: so it's cool that you know you actually get to see him rep you know
0: exactly himself so that was that was really cool because that's when like you see the whole comic side of this finally yes, comes to play. yes. and so with the ladies realizing that they have nowhere to run they're like, hey, let's all band together because all of us are against Romy one way or another. Mm-mm. That means Romy's out to get Harley and Lance betrayed Romy, so he's against her. With the Huntress, Romy is going to be against her because she just killed his freaking sidekick BFF. Of course, going to be upset about that. <laughs> and with Montoya, we know that he is against her because she's trying to build up a case against him so she mm. can finally get him locked up. Harley Quinn, who has before been to that creepy, abandoned circus, um, mm-hmm. like she hid a bunch of guns in this place and so they're getting all their ammo together. Mm-hmm. So then you see a huge fight scene. We got the Huntress, we got Montoya, we have Lance, we have Harley Quinn, and we have Cassandra Kane. Mm-hmm. You see how they're all fighting and you see them all fighting each other throughout the circus. So you get like Hall of Mirror action, you get like some weird... Like, like a carousel. And... Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. It's very... I really appreciate these fight scenes right here. And, like, and it's very creative.
1: And then at one point, Harley Quinn is doning skates, which I yeah. thought were
0: interesting. And like, remember, I said how I love relatable humor earlier. Mm. This is exactly what I'm talking about. She's has rollerblades on mm. and as she's fighting. And you see Dana Lance being like, how the fuck did she have time to put on skates? Because they're all yeah. fighting. I'm like, thank you. Finally, somebody said it. And it's also that comic relief that you appreciate in action films. You see these ladies also protecting Cassandra. Like, who's got yeah. the kid? And all of them are trying to protect her. Because Cassandra just has a bomb that she stole Like when they are all getting their ammo. But she doesn't mm-hmm. have a gun herself. She's not wielding mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you see that Romy shoots Montoya. But... Yeah. We see that she, it was like a huge moment, too, because she was like, oh,
1: no! Harley actually, like, was taking out some of her gear, and at one point she had, like, a corset, and she was like, oh, this would look great on you. And then when Harley went to go check on her, when they thought a bullet went through her, she opened up her shirt and saw that she had the corset on. She was like, oh, see, aren't you glad you wore that?
0: Then we see that Cassandra gets stolen. There's a huge car chase scene because Cassandra's in the car with Romy and his buds. Harley Quinn is chasing after the car with the Huntress. The Huntress has her motorcycle and Harley Quinn is riding on it with her skates. So then from her roller derby days, she's like, oh, whip me, whip me. And it's like a whole whipping method that deals with the motorcycle. Mm -hmm. And so she eventually is whipped up to the car that has Cassandra. Mm -hmm. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, man, it's a good thing she put those roller skates on. Because I don't know how she'd be able to do this. (laughs) But eventually the car crashes. Mm -hmm. Even like Harley Quinn also kind of crashes. So you see that she's limping Mm -hmm. as she's trying to run. But Mm -hmm. Romy has pulled Cassandra out of the car. And oh my gosh, of course he's bringing her into this foggy, Like creepy pier. It's not like it's already daytime and it's nice and sunny out. No, he's deciding to take her into this foggy pier. Mm -hmm. You hear his voice, but you can't see him, and he's Mm -hmm. shouting a bunch of stuff at Harley as he's holding on to Cassandra, shouting stuff at her, saying, You need me and you can't stand on your own. Mm -hmm. But then she finally, she's like, no, no, I don't need you. I'm the one that everyone should be scared of. Mm -hmm. You guys should be all scared of me. We know at this point that Harley Quinn only has one bullet left in her gun. And so as she's talking to Romy, she gets a sense of where he is and she points and she shoots. But the thing is that even though she shoots and he's over there, she misses him. She has no bullets left. That was Mm -hmm. it. Harley Quinn is saying to Cassandra, "I'm sorry, kid. You made me want to be a less terrible person." So you can mm-hmm. see that there. Yeah, it was very sweet. You can mm-hmm. see that she took their bonding to heart. Yeah, she probably sees a lot of herself at when mm-hmm. she was a kid, mm-hmm. uh, like in Cassandra. So it was very sweet. Yeah. As her and Cassandra are kind of having this moment, that's when Cassandra's <laughs> like, "You didn't see me take your ring." And you see her hold up a ring that is from a grenade. Yeah. So you see that she took off the ring from the grenade. So she's basically detonated it. Yeah. And she runs away. And Uh she runs from Romy because she planted it on Romy. Because that's Mm -hmm. another thing she's good at as being a pickpocket. She Mm -hmm. is good at planting things on people Mm -hmm. without them knowing. So as she runs away from Romy, Harley Quinn runs to him and kicks him over the um, dock, and so mm-hmm. he explodes as he's about to land into the water. So oh he's gosh. dead. Yep. You just see all these fragments of him exploding. Yep. And so you're like, oh, gross. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In true
1: in true fashion with the movies, a lot of like gross, pretty gruesome scenes. That's how he yeah. dies.
0: Yeah, they hug and it's a very—it's a nice moment. The sun's finally coming up, and you see that the girls are all getting margaritas right after. <laughs> I was so happy about that. Yeah, and it was—it was a cute scene. It was really cute. It was so cute because they're all getting margaritas and they're all getting food together. Mm. And Cassandra's about to pass the diamond because yeah. I don't know how it took so long for yeah. to finally kick in. <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: kind of jokes saying that she was like a stomach of steel.
0: Well, good thing that they're trying to put this into the script in a somewhat logical way. Then Hurley Quinn and Cassandra steal uh, Lance's car as they're like all having, I'm guessing... Drinks and celebrating. Yeah, yeah, then... They see that Harley runs off, like, with yeah. Lance's car. And Lance is like, oh, she stole my car! Yeah. So the Huntress gets the money. Like, she gets money from the diamond because, of course, like, being part of the family, she, knows she already knew the codes. And then with the money, though, she decides to start pretty much this assassin training business. Mm -hmm. with Lance and Mm -hmm. also with Detective Montoya. So Detective Montoya has quit her job and they don't want to be like completely good people but they want to do good essentially for Gotham. So They're like, hey, the best way to do that is to become assassins. So (laughs) they decided to do assassin training and what they called the club is Birds of Prey. So that's how we know how we got the title of the movie. Full circle. And I'm like, oh, that makes such sense now. I don't read any comic books, people. So sorry for me not knowing this, but it finally came full circle for me. Yeah. (laughs) And we know that Cassandra has become Harley Quinn's apprentice now. So Harley Quinn has taken Cassandra under her wing and then they're enjoying those stupid egg sandwiches yeah. and she's so happy about it. And that's the end of the movie. It was a hard
1: oh. movie to take notes of. Yes. Just because sometimes things happen so quickly and you're like, I can't keep up. I can't keep up. With that said. Yeah. Before we go into our actual final review and our rating, I did want a little segment of best performance and worst performance. Which actor, actress performed their best in this film and which actor actress performed their worst?
0: I thought that Margot Robbie did very good as Harley mm. Quinn because she's still her spunky, crazy, mm. whimsical, kind of delusional. <laughs> Margot Robbie did excellent as mm-hmm. Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. And I actually really did like Mary Elizabeth Winstead as the huntress. Mm. I just that because she is playing an assassin so well where she's kind of cold and she doesn't really have any friends (laughs) like (laughs) i thought as more of a supporting character i really did like how mary elizabeth winstead portrayed the huntress
1: oh see that i was not expecting you to
0: say that and i Mm -hmm. i like that so that was your best performance yeah, that was what I considered uh, one of the best performances uh, mm. for more of an underlying like supporting character. Yeah, what would you say for you? Mine, honestly, okay. this is okay. why okay. I created.
1: <laughs> this is why I created this little award. It's just because of this character just blew me away. My best performance is going to go to Chris Mazina. He did amazing, amazing <laughs> as Victor Saz. And I didn't even
0: recognize him. I didn't
1: recognize him. And wow. he just like, throughout the movie, he would do these like little ticks that, you know, like, like I want to think it wasn't even part of the script. Like the way he did it was just creepy. Like I didn't know who to be more intimidated by, whether yeah. Saz or Black Mask. Yeah. Amazing. Every time he was in a scene, I would just be staring at him. And you and McGregor, I thought, also did, oh, like, an okay job, but... Are you...
0: Really? He's actually my least for myself. Oh, he's your least. He's your yeah. worst. For this, I would say I was least impressed by him. Yeah. We could have gotten someone better, to be perfectly honest. Like, he's totally. not terrible. I guess I wasn't very intimidated by him. If we were to have a scarier crime lord who's going to control all of Gotham... If you picture the Joker, you're going to be like, oh shit, hell no. But with him, I wasn't super intimidated. I guess would be the best way to put it. What about you? For me, and this might be unpopular, and this
1: is mostly just because of one scene, I have to say Journey Smollett Bell.
0: I loved her. Uh, I mean, I love her too. I, I loved about?
1: her character. There's this scene where Black Mask wants to make her the driver. And she goes up and she's looking at all the masks that he's collected. It was just cringy to me. It was a cringy scene. I feel like she really wasn't into it. And, you know, Chris Mazina was part of that scene too. I feel like he really like overtook it. As Victor, and he's trying to tell them, "Hey, Harley Quinn broke up with the Joker," and then that kind of like overtook the scene. But yeah, I don't know. She was walking around with black mask, and maybe it was the combination of Yo Mcgregor and Journey Smollett Bell. But as they're walking around, it's just their conversation was so very forced. It just turned me off mm-hmm. from from that. So I, that was my one strike to her. But again, that's why I don't want to say, you know worst actor or actress. I think by Journey Small Bell, at least within that scene, definitely, like, worst performance overall. I'm interested in hearing what your rating is.
0: It's really tough because yeah. it has a lot of good qualities and also yeah. not so great qualities, I would say. Yeah. I'm gonna say this movie is... I'm probably gonna give it a three stars, honestly. hmm Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm probably gonna go for three, two. Like, this is not a movie I would ever really re I mean, I did really enjoy the cinematography uh, and the direction. She's a, such a colorful personality and that's echoed throughout this movie, you know, and it's all feature on Harley Quinn and her having an identity crisis without Joker being by her side. Who is she? And she's kind of on this journey to figure out who she is. And by the end, she has the support of these women but i think that's what confused me the most just because you know you see in the poster it's all these women as you know oh birds of prey but really all these women they didn't get together like voluntarily mm-hmm. renee Montoya was against harley quinn from the very beginning and then she begrudgingly fought her way out of there same for the huntress the huntress begrudgingly fought her way out of there didn't want to join it it was such a it was such an individualistic approach of course They all had to work together, but they're all tag teaming. And instead, no, they're all just kind of have their own motives. They had one scene where they're all really celebrating, but that was basically it. It Wasn't my favorite. I'm not going to recommend it to anybody, but overall, like I didn't have a bad time. Like if someone's going to say, I'm going to go watch Birds of Prey, I'm not going to say, no, don't do it.
0: That's very valid. I did like Margot Robbie's performance a lot. I did like having a Harley Quinn film. If you love the character Harley Quinn, and if you also love Margot Robbie, or just a film that features badass females, really awesome fight scenes, especially with the abandoned circus. I really did like that. It was very creative. I did like uh, the direction of, so Kathy Yan is the director. Mm -hmm. I did like uh, a lot of the sequences, but I would have to say that The screenplay with how it's played out because okay let's get back to this like okay now we're back here it was a bit choppy yeah and we kind of said earlier it was kind of hard to keep up with everything totally (laughs) when we're about to recap the entire movie to listeners so yeah that was a bit difficult I would recommend this film like it was a fun one you actually watched it
1: yeah it's not a bad movie not a bad movie It, it it was okay though for me. Yeah. You know, I feel like three stars is pretty solid.
0: I feel like that's pretty solid, too. Those would be our ratings for Birds mm-hmm. of Prey. And it, again, as we have said before, you guys can completely agree with this, or you can be like, what are you guys talking about? Like, that movie <laughs> was terrible, or that movie was amazing.
1: Let us know what you guys think we post on our Instagram, real, R-E-E-L dot expectations. So go ahead and follow us, and then what we do post what – movies we are featuring in our podcast so maybe you comment in our post and let us know your thoughts or even send us a message we're happy happy to hear uh, what your guys' thoughts were on this movie and even if you want to give us recommendations for future movies to feature
0: yeah that'd be awesome we're available on anchor breaker google podcast pocket cast radio public and spotify <laughs> so far maybe more later. yeah yeah <laughs> and more to come
1: Michaela. What hints can you give us for our next film we're going to feature in our podcast?
0: Our next film is also a new release. It's a dark comedy film, and it's featuring a comedian as the main character. So I'll just say that.
1: (laughs) I think listeners can pretty much tell what we're... (laughs) what movie we're going at but yeah I'm we're really excited to get featuring on that again thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast we really appreciate you guys taking the time to listen and we this is something that brings us a lot of joy is just talking about movies you know it's such a great pastime of ours and the fact that we get to have this as a greater conversation with other people and listeners is all the more exciting for us
0: we hope that you guys can listen in on us again And thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Have a great rest of your day. Bye. Bye.